0: Well, hello, and thank you very much, there, John Bon Joviol, ladies and gentlemen, the legendary John Bon Joviol. How are you doing this week, John? Uh, well, other than being my usual legendary self, doing a fairly wonderful, day. It's been an eventful week, a lot of nice weather here in Naples. Went to a great car show over the weekend, last weekend, uh, and uh, looked at the beautiful cars and the beautiful women, and, well, you know. <laughs> Which one? Became more of a a legend in my mind. (laughs) Which which party (laughs) won? The cars or the ladies? (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, let me put it to you this way. I got to touch the cars. Ah, gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) The Mrs. was with you, right? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Welcome aboard, ladies and gentlemen, to the show that is always an award show, and that's because there are so many, we figured, why not just make every show an award show and get it over with? And we'd like to say thanks to our house band, Titty Bingo, for providing us with our theme music, and uh, let you know, uh, we've had a couple of people ask, as we've mentioned it recently, Uh, they are going to be working on some new music, and uh, they hope to be bringing it to us in the not-too-far-distant future. Meantime, check them out online, TiddyBingo.com. They have an interactive website, a lot of good music, and a lot of fun stuff there for you. And uh, you never know, you might catch a glimpse of Willie or somebody uh, because these guys uh, back Willie and uh, a lot of other artists, uh, especially on the road. So uh, they're not only uh, good musicians, they're good people, and you're going to get some good rock and roll out of them. This is the show where you and our guests pick the awards, no nominations, no silly naming panels or phony voting, just simple awards. Somebody does or says something good or something stupid, you want them to get an award, simple as that. Send an email to me, David at the David Bowers.com. Put award in the subject line. Tell me who or what you think deserves an award and we will get on it. And, uh, who knows? You might hear your award right here on the David Bowers awards. And, uh, we will send it along with our undying gratitude. Of course, we want to shout out to a few friends of ours. And, uh, People that we've heard from, sometimes they'll write in, sometimes they, I don't know, sometimes they knock on the door at weird hours or something, but uh, we want (laughs) to say hello to a couple (laughs) of our new listeners, Robin Serapin and Shelley Deming up in upstate New York, and we also want to award our first The David Bowers Award. We're going to award that to a guy named Jonathan Stevens, who is not really a new listener. Actually, he's an old listener, and he's an old radio guy who listens to the show in Arkansas City, Kansas, wherever the heck that is. Jonathan's been listening for quite a while, and just this week decided to uh, get around to dropping a line and uh, letting us know that he's out there. So we decided that uh, sometime in the near future we'll acknowledge him too. So right now we're going to... Uh, actually, John Bon Jovial, I just realized you know uh... this uh... jonathan stevens don't you i, I know jonathan i worked with jonathan and radio for four years out in california uh... he was the morning man at kioq and just a, a, a hell of a utility jock did a great job good sense of humor was sharp witty uh... has a really good feel for music uh... just knows radio inside and out and like a lot of us that were in terrestrial radio at the time, you know, it was fun at one time and then the consultants came marching in and ruined the whole damn thing. And, and corporate uh, so America. that's why. Oh yeah, well, yeah uh, no corporate America exactly. And but I'm, that's why there are shows like the David Bowers Awards that are able to feature music that you just never will hear on any mainstream uh, rock and roll or country station today because they're just not willing to take the chances that we are. No, they, uh, they're they all bottom line oriented and... Uh that's what's uh, destroyed a lot of business in the in these United States. And I would guess also uh, that you're aware of the fact that uh, Jonathan Stevens is listening to us uh, because you've been saying all those nice things about him. So I figure that's you know you know he's oh, out I there. I know I know he's listening. I know he's okay, listening, well. and I know that he's and I know exactly how he is responding to me right now, and probably a <laughs> few words that because of our affiliate WRFZ we really shouldn't say on the air. <laughs> 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 well, anyway, we salute you, Jonathan Stevens of Arkansas. He's a <laughs> guy. You get good radio man. <laughs> great, you get the David Bowers Award for Listener of the Week. For that, you've won John Bon Bon Joviel's Undying Gratitude. I think I'm going to change your name to John Smith. Uh, It's easier to say. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I'm going to toss in my Undying Gratitude, Jonathan. Uh, You Don't don't bother checking your mailbox because there will be nothing in it, but uh, you have our Undying Gratitude. Glad to have you on board, Jonathan, and thanks for giving us a shout. We want to mention also that uh, the radio station that – our John Bon Jovial mentioned, uh, W I O Q was in Bishop, California. For those of you who are not K- familiar K- with it. KIOQ. You said, you said W I O Q. Oh, I spent <laughs> all my radio years east of the Mississippi. Yeah, the Mississippi. I still use the W K I O Q. That was it. And Bishop is up in the Sierras, about four hours north of Los Angeles. And what about two hours west of Las Vegas? Yeah. Yep. And, uh, Beautiful country up there, where uh, Bishop is about an hour north of a town called Lone Pine, which is famous for its movie history, and it's also in the shadow of Mount Whitney. Beautiful country up there. Uh, Lone Pine is the movie history. Bishop, uh, some fantastic fishing spots back in, the, uh, back in the foothills of the Sierras up there. And uh, If you ever get a chance to go up the eastern side of California, you want to check that area out. It's, it's beautiful country. Speaking of checking things out, we're going to move right along because we've got some great music to check out and we're also having our recurring feature, Rockstar 101, where we present tips and ideas and basic training for what it takes if you want to become A rock star, if you want to make a career in music, whether it's rock or otherwise, we just call it Rockstar 101 because, well, because it sounds cool. I mean, you know, what are you going to call it? School? Nah. Nobody would listen to school. Rockstar 101, we have a guest coming in to uh, talk with us about a career in music. His name is Sam Watkins, and uh, he's from ITMS Radio, that's In the Neon Spotlight. He'll be joining us in uh, just a little bit with... uh, well, he's going to tell you a little bit about himself and what he does because he's a musician, singer-songwriter, he's a businessman, he's a radio station, an online radio station operator, so he's got quite a uh, background and, uh, and quite some knowledge about what it takes to make it in the music industry. And I think I just stepped on John Bon Jovi's next line because usually he comes in and tells us what's coming up. So, uh, hey, I'm going to turn it back over to you, John Bon Jovi. Go for it. <laughs> Well, thank you, David, and look, you can uh, step on me anytime, just make sure that it's not my feet, okay, I, I, they're, they're kind of sensitive these days, but no, uh, we got coming up on the day. <laughs> <laughs> We got coming up on the David Bowers Awards, uh, like uh, David just said, Rockstar 101, which is going to be a great segment today, and we've got one of the hottest bands out of Toronto, Canada, Uh, which is in that beautiful province of Ontario, Laughed the Boy. That's the name of the band, Laughed the Boy. Um, And then we've also got some new indie music coming up by one of our friends, been on the show a couple of times, Jerry Hull out of England, uh, and uh, we're going to be playing one of his songs uh, here in just a minute. or So Uh, I'll turn that over to you, David, and let you go ahead and uh, do the uh, introduction and a little bit of a bio on Jerry, and uh, we'll go from there. Hi, right, thank you very much, John Bon Jovi. Yeah, Jerry Hall was on our show a few weeks back, I don't know, maybe a month or two, and um, he introduced his uh, most recent album, Made in Memphis, which came out in December. Now he's released a track off of his prior album, thing called Cherokee Moon, which was released back in August, but this is newly released as a single, so there must have been some demand for it. He's a singer, pianist, songwriter, and arranger from Memphis, Tennessee, but the interesting thing is he's now based in Hull, UK, which is, I don't know, four or five hours north of London. He's way up in the northern end of England. He has released four albums so far. mentioned the third one, Cherokee Moon, that was 28 tracks. And his fourth album, Made in Memphis, was released in December, as we mentioned. His music actually covers a whole bunch of genres. He's Americana, gospel, country, medieval, jazz, pop, rock, New Orleans sound, ragtime, orchestral blues, boogie-woogie, you name it. The Memphis sound, even. And uh, and even some romantic love ballads. As a matter of fact, when he sits down at the keyboard and does a love ballad, he kind of reminds you... Uh, he kind of reminds you a little bit of Elton John. I mean, he doesn't sound like Elton John, but the style of of squeezing the the, the sound out of the piano and marrying it to his music uh, and his to his vocal track is, is kind of similar in that respect. You can kind of picture it. I think you're going to like this. It's an interesting track from the album Cherokee Moon. Here is Jerry Hull and a thing called Preacher Kane, also known as Red Man's Blues. to the David Bowers awards and if you're an artist who'd like to have your music featured on our show please write us at David at the David com. there you go everyone on Rockstar radio that's Jerry Hull and redman's blues preacher Kane and we're gonna move right along to our second song which is by that that uh new group out of brooklyn actually they call themselves charlie bliss they're not that new actually they're going to be new to you if you haven't heard of them they're a rad band helmed by a chick named eva Hendricks and her older brother sam as well as a couple of childhood friends dan shure and spencer fox they grew up together in connecticut and then migrated to brooklyn i wonder if you could i wonder if you're able to do that now under uh, under Trump's uh, control of immigration and everything. I wonder if you can emigrate from Connecticut to Brooklyn. That's something we'll have to look into. <laughs> going to look into that. Anyway, they're a really rad band. Uh, they grew up together in Connecticut, now based in Brooklyn. They're making kick-ass guitar tunes, like uh, recently a tune called Ruby and another one called Glitter from their debut album, Guppy, which will be out April 21st. Along with this track, it's called Percolator. Here's Charlie Bliss. sound <laughs> it's kind of uh i don't know what would you call it that's uh, an interesting combination you got a kind of a uh an alternative punk rock sound with the uh with the girl singing lead with uh they're right some heavy duty guitar work behind her it, it sounds to me it was kind of like a combination of a Bananarama meets clash meets the yard birds interesting interesting analogy yes <laughs> that is it's a uh, it's definitely different. I got to give them that. It's good stuff, don't get me wrong. I'm not putting them down. Oh, I like uh, it. No, it's good. It's it is good stuff, but it, it it is unique and they definitely have their own sound. I predict that if their sound is accepted, if they get the listenership, they're going to they're going to be uh they're going to make a name for themselves because they have that unique sound that uh you know, all of the biggies have to have. You got sound? You can't sound like everybody else on the market and make it, and uh, these guys do not. They're very unique sound. Charlie Bliss, currently out of Brooklyn, New York, and uh, we're going to move right along here to the next part of our show, and uh, first, we're going to give it to John Bon Jovial, who has a few words for us. John? Words of wisdom, my friends, words of wisdom. Uh, We're talking about computer safety, computer viruses, uh, network administration, and this leads us into the good folks that are kind enough to underwrite our program, Computer Help USA, in naples florida that's computer help usa they do underwrite us they're very helpful with getting our studio set up and doing all the work for us which makes our lives a lot easier you should give them a call if you have any security concerns at all they'd be glad to talk to you uh, area code 239-596-6112 find them on the web at www.comphelpusa.com and of course on twitter and facebook and that, of course, Computer Help USA. David? Thank you very much, John Bon Jovial. Right now we're going to bring in our next guest. Class is ready to assemble. <laughs> Take your seats, get your notepads out. We're going to teach you how to be a rock star right now, and we're going to do that by having our professor of the day come in here and talk to us right now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sam Watkins from ITNS Radio. Hello, Sam.
1: Hello, uh, David. How you doing? How are you, do- you doing, Sam? I'm good, thank you. Thank you. Uh, how how are you guys the, uh,
0: doing? <laughs> we're doing? We're doing just fine, thanks. And before we get into our class session for the day, uh, for the folks who aren't familiar with you and ITNS Radio, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and what ITNS Radio is.
1: Well, uh, I started uh, playing music as young as uh, 10 years old. Um, I started in uh, in business about a little over 10 years ago with my wife, Tina, and uh, we created Sam Watkin Country back in 2007. Originally, it was uh, to promote my own music, and uh, we recorded an album of 12 songs called Does Anybody See Me? And um, a twelve it was a 12-acoustic CD set of songs that I'd written myself, and uh, I have uh, since then created uh, a radio show, which began as in the Neon Spotlight and uh, gravitated into ITNS Radio, uh, which is what it is today. Uh, the show by musicians for musicians, and um, that's you know that's kind of kind of a brief summary of everything okay, that we've nope. done. We've also done promotions and uh, for, for artists uh, who need it. And uh, who are really serious about their careers, and we try to help them in any way that we can, regardless of whether or not they actually pay for promotions or not.
0: Okay. Now, ITNS Radio. If I if I get the uh, if I get the mission statement correct, you're 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 pretty much focused on helping new emerging artists establish themselves.
1: Yes, sir. Absolutely. And
0: that's that's one of the main reasons that we had you to uh, you had we had you come in and uh, and join us today and talk to us because uh, who better to talk about what it takes to be a rock star than uh, somebody who is actually helping people do that, and I'm really impressed with the fact that you are promoting these people, whether or not they're uh, they're actually paying for your services. You're you're promoting the music and the artists, and uh, I think that's a uh, it's a wonderful thing. It's pretty much what we try to do here, and uh, for that reason, I thought that, that it was uh, very appropriate that we have you come and join us. Well,
1: thank you, thank you for having me. Now,
0: Oh, our pleasure. Now, getting into the subject at hand uh, for our listeners who want to be rock stars, and we have a lot of emerging artists that uh, we've even had a few come on the show as a result of having heard our uh, recurring, if not regular, uh, session of Rockstar 101. What does it take to be a rock star in this day's music business? Well,
1: one of the most important things today is social media. Your presence on social media is very important now due to the fact that we have uh, things like the Internet, and, uh, which also brought us Facebook and uh, Reverb Nation and Twitter and YouTube and other sites like it. So that's definitely one of the most important things. Also, um, whether or not you pay for someone's services or not, it is very important that you advertise. And sometimes getting somebody else to do it might require that you, you know, you pay them. So, but you gotta be careful too, because some of those people, uh, may want to take advantage of you. Um, we're not like that, of course, but, you know, we, uh, we work with people, uh, like I said before, regardless of whether or not they pay for our services, we do, uh, we play their music, you know, and we give, uh, interviews for free. Those are two things that we we stress very highly. Interview and airplay are always free on our show. Um, But also, um, you know, the the biggest thing I think to remember is that um, the advertising. Advertising is very important. Um, Putting yourself out there as far as making sure that you have those things. Uh, You need a Facebook page. Uh, to start with. Reverb Nation can be very important because uh, and let me stress that Reverb Nation uh, there, there's a very big difference between having a Reverb Nation account and having an actual press kit. Now um, if you have a Reverb Nation account you can have one for free but not necessarily have a press kit. So if you pay the $10 a month which is the 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 uh lowest one that they have, you can actually get a lot more uh out of that if you if you do that. Um and and it's it's a good thing. I mean it, it really does help a lot of musicians uh to get gigs and to uh to develop their status as a musician. Uh the numbers is a really big thing because Reverb Nation will link you uh to your Facebook and your Twitter and your YouTube. And I think a couple of other things it uh, started doing too uh, was Instagram and uh, Google+. That's one thing. Uh, also, um, also um, make uh, make sure that uh, your, uh, your Facebook friends equal uh, at least 5,000 because you're going to need that. Uh, you're going to need a lot of people on your Facebook page because the more people you get on your, you more the more likes you get on your Facebook page, the more uh, friends you have on your Facebook account, the more Twitter followers you have, the more YouTube subscribers you have, the higher your numbers are going to be on Reverb Nation.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, I'm there's, really there's exact. a lot more. There's a lot more to that. I can't no, go, go ahead. into all of it, obviously, but uh, I, I can't go into obvi- all of it, obviously. But there's uh, there's certainly a lot more to that. But it's very important uh, to remember that uh, your social media um, is going to be your strongest asset right now. In this day and age, your social media and your uh, music sales. Music sales are always going to be important. uh, No, absolutely. I I think...
0: I think Donald Trump proved the uh, value of social media in a lot of ways, and I'm really impressed with the fact that you do this, especially the the playing the music on the shows without charge for free because uh, there are a lot of places out there now that are trying to charge artists to play their songs, radio stations that want to charge you to play their songs, and uh, I, I, for one, am just totally totally put off by that concept. I think it's yeah. it's wrong. John Bon Jovial sitting agree. very patiently with a question on his mind. John, what you got? Yeah, Sam, you had, uh, you know, in the limited time that we have left here, uh, you had mentioned uh, just a, a minute ago about uh, press kits uh, in regards to Reverb Nation and having an account versus having an account and having a press kit. So for those that are listening that may not know what a press kit is, and, and, and it's – Purpose and what it can do for you. Can you briefly uh, describe what your definition of a press kit is?
1: Yes, yes, I can, uh, and I can do that uh, as briefly as possible. Originally, press kits started out uh, as hard copy press kits, which were uh, basically uh, well, what I had was uh, I had a uh, several pages, well, I tried to limit it uh, you try to limit it to at least four or five pages maybe of information uh your bio um, your uh your uh, the songs that you do um, different uh, different things that that tell about the artist and the music because that's what the the venues want to hear they don't want to hear you know a story about how you rode a pig at your family farm. They don't want to hear that. They want to hear about your music and and uh, about uh, how many fans you have, uh, what your fan base is, uh, what your demographic is, um, which demographic is uh, basically just exactly that. I mean, it's it's you know your fan base and uh, things like that. Um, also, uh, now now uh, nowadays we have what's called an EPK which is an electronic press kit. Electronic press kits are exactly what the name states. They're electronic. They're done online uh, through uh sites like Reverb Nation. Um there's Reverb Nation, there's Sonic Biz, there's probably a million different press kits out there, but Reverb Nation is the top uh in its in its class.
0: And that's one of the advantages we've gotten with the uh, with the digital age because not only is it so much more convenient to be able to do it on your computer online than sending mail, but it's also a heck of a lot less expensive, especially when they grew up to the point where you had to do a, a CD as well as all the printed material and pictures. Uh, it's a... Uh, it's a great thing to be able to put it together online. And as you pointed out, nation is one very good way of getting Correct. a get prepared like that. Now, before we let you go, yes. Sam, I want to ask you to, this is the part where you get to promote yourself right. again. Uh, be sure and tell the people now how, especially the aspiring artists that would like to get in touch with you, maybe have you do their music, uh, tell them how they can find you and how they can get in touch with you.
1: Well, you can get in touch with me through... Uh, Excuse me, through uh Facebook. Uh that's one of the main ways you can get in touch with me. Uh my Facebook uh my main Facebook account is Facebook.com slash Sam Watkins and Fate Train Rocks. Uh, but you can also uh uh you can also find out more about me at samwatkinscountry.com Uh that's S-A-M-W-A-T-K-I-N-S-C-O-U-N-T-R-Y dot com. And uh, you can, uh, to submit your music, you can fill out the music submission form at the bottom of the homepage. Or, uh, barring that, because sometimes people have trouble with the music submission form, you can send your music directly to itnsradio at gmail.com. Send send me some audio files, tell me a little bit about yourself, uh, or you can uh, use Dropbox, WeTransfer, or Google Drive. And uh, to Great. cap what I said, basically, uh, an electronic press kit is is uh, a musician's resume. I was going to say that. Sorry,
0: it is exactly that. It's a business card, resume, a sampler of their talents and artistry, all wrapped up into one easy to send digital package that you can kick off from your computer anytime, day or night, to any place in the world. And uh, it was great having you here, <laughs> summing this up for us. I'm really, really excited about what you do with ITNS Radio and the fact that you're able to help all these uh, indie artists and uh, help spread the word, give them one more stage to get their music and talents out to the world. Thank you Good so sure. much for joining us today, Sam. It was a pleasure having you here. Thank you, Thank Sam. you very
1: much. You guys have a great day.
0: You too, thank you, Sam. John Bon Jovial, you have words for us, Oh, I have always had words of wisdom, uh, and this has to uh something to do with your your sense of fashion walking down the runway, impressing everybody, making sure that you stand out in the crowd. Uh, And that is the David Bowers Awards t-shirts. That's right. We're doing shameless self-promotion today, folks. Don't forget to award yourself the official The David Bowers Awards t-shirts. These are the only official t-shirts of the David Bowers Awards. And they're available only on our website, which is thedavidbowers.com. We keep the price down by taking absolutely no profit from them. They are strictly for our fans and followers. They're high-quality tees in black and white, ladies and men's sizes. So order now. Order today. Do it now. Don't procrastinate. Just, just do it. They're still $14.30. Order now at www.thedavidbowers.com. And don't forget to tweet your comments about these T-shirts to hashtag TDBA. And we've got a band from Canada that is waiting in the wings. And David, why don't you give us a little bit of a rundown? Absolutely. Well, I think the best thing we can do is just say that they're a hot item in Toronto, Ontario, Canada and uh, soon to be spilling over more into the States. I'm sure we're going to let you have a listen to them right now and then we're going to talk to Chris Panasci from the band Laughed the Boy. Here's a tune called Indifferent. Mm -hmm.
2: Parisi listening to the David Bowers playing that funky music.
0: And there you have it. That's Indifferent by a bunch of guys who obviously are not indifferent. They call themselves Laugh the Boy from Toronto, Canada. And with us from Laugh the Boy right now is Chris Panacci. Chris, welcome aboard.
3: Thanks for having me.
0: Glad to have you on board here. First thing i got to ask you, because I don't know about anybody else, but I'm dying to know where you got that name from.
3: Um, my friend actually got it. Uh, it's actually a reference from a Flight of the Concord song, if you know who they are. Uh, but I thought it just suited us well. I, me and my friend who started the project originally, we always seemed to laugh when we shouldn't be, so it seemed like an appropriate <laughs> name. <Okay. laughs>
0: Absolutely. That's, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I knew there, with a name like that, there had to be a story behind it. And speaking of stories, what's the story of the band?
3: Uh, so originally started as more of a recording project. That was kind of a side project of what me and some other people were doing. And uh, eventually, me and my friend who started, he eventually had to go to school. And then I decided, you know, I should start playing live shows. So me, my brother, and my friend, uh, the three of us started rehearsing together and started doing more of a live set with all real instruments, since originally some of it was uh, like we programmed some of the drums early on. And yeah, so we just decided what the hell, let's start playing shows with it, and that's how we came up with all the material for what became uh, our first full-length album, was just from jamming songs, rehearsing together, and uh, really just a really relaxed kind of project. We just kind of go at whatever pace we want and write whatever we feel like writing.
0: Yeah, and it's working apparently because uh, I was really uh, really caught by indifferent it's a uh, it's an unusual sound a, a little bit unique in that respect but it's also uh, one of those catchy things kind of a an, kind of an earbud I kind of expect to be having that uh, that uh, pattern go through my head tomorrow morning when I get out of bed John Banjoville <laughs> you have a uh, comment or an addition to pop in here I, I just uh, a comment, I guess. Um, a, a question hasn't occurred to me yet, but that, of course that's nothing new because I've been considered a mental defective from time to time. <laughs> well, you're but, kind of questionable anyway. <laughs> I, I I like I, I like the solo drop in da 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 that 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 you put into that. It it makes for a very nice transition to the next phase of the song and I just wanted to compliment you on that. I mean, I have heard this before, but you just don't hear it very often, and you also don't hear it used effectively, and I think that you guys accomplished that. I think that you uh, used it very effectively.
3: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I really, uh, transitions are really important. And, you know, every time I write something, I think, what can this go into next? So you try to just have the good transition piece to go into the next song which is in, or to the next part of the song which in this case was that chorus which kind of came to be, and then we threw the backup vocals just to, so you really feel like the song ascends to a new level there.
0: What was the, um, God, this sounds so lame and so overused of a cliche, <laughs> but what was the inspiration for the song? What, what, what made you think to yourself, I'm going to write this song and this is how it's going to sound?
3: I wrote this song. I, I, there's a day I spent kind of by myself at one point last year. I was I was unemployed, actually, when I wrote a lot of this music. And it was just, like, the the idea of being indifferent kind of came from, like, sometimes I stress too much, and by becoming indifferent, that's kind of me going back and forth being stressed and then not caring, which is if you're indifferent, then you don't care, so therefore you can't be stressed. That's why it's a bit more of, you know, uh almost like a lazy sounding song it was just kind of not letting things bother me that were bothering me at the time and when you're in isolation you don't have really anything to distract you which where the lyric uh, without you i'd go crazy comes from because i I was at a mall by myself for a while and i realized like when i when i'm not with my girlfriend or with other people i kind of notice how kind of weird other people are and how weird the world kind can of? be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: So that's where that feeling comes from. And sometimes, and also about being self-conscious, because sometimes you feel so self-conscious and other people are looking at you, but then you realize that they don't even really care because they're also indifferent. And I just kind of threw all those themes into a song that kind of started off that riff, because uh, it's really just me playing on notes that I had been playing a, on a type of chord I'd been playing a lot lately. I came up with that, and then just brought it up into the higher key for the course, and it kind of it came together really quickly. Actually, I, I demoed it the same day I started uh, writing it. Came together pretty
0: fast. Well, well done, sir. Well done indeed. Very good. Yeah, thank you. I do want to- I do want to inject one thing here, uh, Chris. Uh, we have a weird phone connection with you uh, John and I have both been noticing that the level has been kind of on a roller coaster it'll come up real strong and then it'll fade away a little bit. We haven't lost you, but I just wanted to mention that Uh-oh. so that you can be sure and be sure and stay on mic on the mouthpiece of your phone because we do have uh, something weird going on with the phone connection somewhere along the lines i don't know maybe it's uh, maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's part of the Trump limiting <laughs> (laughs) Maybe he's he's working (laughs) on the phone calls too. I don't know. Hey, hey, maybe Obama is tapping them. Who knows what's going on? (laughs) Well, maybe Justin Trudeau's doing something too. Who knows?
1: Yeah, (laughs) really, you don't know.
0: You don't know who to trust anymore. (laughs) Does it sound better now? I'm
3: trying to move to different parts of the house here.
0: Actually, at Uh, the moment, it does. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully hopefully they stay (laughs) that way. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Now, this this uh, album that this is from, Here is Fine, that came out a month ago, right? Yeah. Okay. And so this was uh, what, your fourth album?
3: Yeah, it was the first full-length that we did as an actual band. We, Me and my friend, we had done a few EPs before. When it was more of a recording project where we didn't really play as many shows. It was just kind of something to have fun with. This is the first album that we did that we actually, you know, can promote through live shows and uh, did with all real instruments, because... Originally, we just, like, programmed the drums on those EPs, and this was the first, you know, real band kind of release.
0: All right. Now, do you do you uh, play outside of your immediate area, outside of the Toronto area?
3: Yep. We, well, we go all around uh, southern Ontario. Um, we'll probably head out to eastern Canada at some point and probably get visas and come to the states as well at some point. It's a little more difficult, but... That is what we will eventually do
0: that was my next question and, uh, being from upstate New York myself, obviously it was a, uh, it was a natural for me to think of that. And if you, uh, if you do decide to go over onto the uh, state side into New York, uh, be sure and give me a yell. I might be able to, you know, I might be able to give you a couple of doors to knock on some directions to go over in that side. Uh, cause I do know, still know a few people that are talking to me back there. I haven't been run out of town yet, so I guess <laughs> we're, we're cool there. And, uh, you, what have we got planned for the future? What do you got coming up in, uh, say, the next uh, year or two?
3: Next year, two, we're just going to play lots of shows. Hopefully, do a couple tours. Uh, we're constantly writing, so even though we don't need to release more material, we'll probably do maybe another EP or so this year, and then I would like to get going on another album. Just basically, just because I love doing it. You know, no one's forcing me to write new stuff, but it's my favorite part is just kind of kicking out new stuff.
0: That's the best. Especially way to this, be. this
3: album, yeah. This album because we, we wrote this I guess early last year. So it's like by the time you release it, you've already been doing it for so long that the second you release it, you're like, Okay, well let's do new stuff now.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I can understand that. Uh <laughs> and I did I did pick up on something you said a couple of times and you pointed to the fact that you 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 write in snippets you'll get an idea and you'll create a a passage per se and then you'll start to think okay where can i insert this what will this fit into how does that work for you it it, to the untrained it probably sounds terribly disjointed
3: yeah because a lot of times I, i do a lot of voice memos like any sort of melody or idea that pops in my head i'll like hum it into my phone or find a guitar and quickly do like a makeshift riff and then I, I eventually will kind of go through them and think, what what can I turn into something here? You can pick. Okay, maybe this part will be. This is in the same key as this, so this might work. And because for a few months when I didn't have a job, I, it was kind of nice, really. I just got to sit around all day doing yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, I came up with a lot of material. Yeah. <laughs>
0: John, did you have something wanted to head? <laughs> I think we had a bit of a pregnant pause there For just a second um, Yeah we did <laughs> Now just you know Further comment on the music You know writing in snippets like that I've uh, met uh, several people actually That have uh, done that It's it's the rare person Where um, three minutes Or four minutes worth of lyrics Will come to them all in one fell swoop And they've got to sit down And, and, and write the song in 20 minutes um, so uh, I, I think that uh, what you're doing sounds more of a methodical purpose to your writing than something that is, you're not really doing it on the fly. Am I am I getting that right? Uh, the lyrics will sometimes
3: be on the fly. I mean, it's always different. I don't have like one process. Because lyrics I find sometimes uh, if I do it not all in one sitting, I lose the train of thought I was in, and then it's hard to kind of get back into that. That frame of mind. But yeah, with the actual music, I kind of drive myself nuts with it because I'll always write something and then I think, oh, you know, I should probably add something or how can I make it better? And that'll just kind of go on and on. With Indifferent, it came together pretty pretty easily. though. I find it, it's usually the, the better songs that you write that you do it really quick, almost like you don't yeah. remember writing it and then it's just done.
0: Yeah, we've heard we've heard that from, from several people and, and I can I can see where that would be true. The when the idea just pops into your head and it's there, it's almost like uh, it's almost like being injected with a finished product.
3: It's, uh, exactly, just, yeah. It just kind of and, and, does it itself. And it
0: comes it comes from the heart. I mean, it, it's, it's not artificial. It's not something you've tried to create, a hook or anything. It's just something that's natural. And uh, oftentimes, that's the best way. We had a, uh, a classic act on last week. We had uh, Jay Siegel of the Tokens that gave us The Lion Sleeps Tonight. And uh, he was telling us that that song uh, pretty much, the The main lead line of the song pretty much came that way. They walked into the studio, and their producers said that uh, you know the old African chant the Wimowe uh, to make a commercial hit, they needed a lead line, a melody line and uh, Jay realized that the lyrics that he wrote were not going to fit the song itself, so he had to come up with a uh, with a melody line for the uh, the song so yeah a lot of times it can come spontaneously like that now are the other guys in the bands involved in the uh in the writing of the music
3: uh, to an extent I, I sometimes even if i'm doing a demo like uh i'll kind of do the few of the instruments myself i'm not a very good drummer and then uh usually my brother will be next person that i run it by and will jam it and because the rhythm is a very integral part of the song and then he'll add what he thinks the rhythm should be or just he he's a songwriter himself he kind of throws his own stuff into it and it shapes it a bit more
0: sure Absolutely. Now, before we let you go, uh, this is the part where you do your self-promotion. Once you're on our show, you're part of our <laughs> family, okay? You will always be a okay. part of this show's family. And we have, I have uh, two Facebook pages, which you can find under The David Bowers. And uh, you, they're there for my guests to uh, utilize for their own um, releases, new, new music, uh, tours, whatever, information about the band and your music that you'd like to spread the word feel free to hop on there and post it yourself and uh you can always email me or uh, drop me a line through facebook messenger or on twitter whatever uh i have to be all over the place so feel free but go ahead and tell (laughs) the folks how they can find you
3: You can find us on Bandcamp, SoundCloud, any sort of streaming service like Spotify, Deezer, iTunes. It's wherever you can possibly find your music, and we encourage you to listen to it however you feel like listening to it. And I would hope that you listen to the whole album since uh, it's a good collection of songs that we feel are pretty cohesive. Uh, So give it a listen. It's called Here is Fine, which just released a month ago.
0: And we're going to give them another teaser right now. We're going to play a song by you guys called Bell Rock. Ladies and gentlemen, one last time. Here they are, Laughed the Boy. from ontario canada called laughed the boy unusual name good sound don't you think john bon jovial yeah i like it they've got a nice full sound they uh this this last song uh bell rock i like the use of uh of, of fuzz the way they they did that and uh very very effective lends itself to a nice full sound for what they're trying to accomplish and i think i think they accomplish it well if you're looking for the album uh, it's called here is fine by laughed the boy as in the boy laughed okay cuz know sometimes it's hard to get these uh, subtleties across and people who write in and say what was what was that album that sounded like you said this so we uh, try to try to be explicit for you laughed as in the boy laughed in the past tense laughed the boy the album is here is fine and uh, that is fine we're about wrapped up for the day uh, it's been another great show and we've got a uh, an exciting show lined up for you next week we want to thank our guests today the band Laughed the Boy from Toronto, Ontario and also Sam Watkins from ITNS Radio in the neon spotlight you can find them both all over the internet just google either and we encourage you to stop by and visit our guests on the show uh, listen to their music or in the case of uh, somebody like Sam that has a radio enterprise listen to their their station their tunes and if you are an artist then uh, you've got a place that you can go and uh, spread your music around even more of the world go follow them up and be sure and say hello to them uh you know don't just stop by and listen Drop them a line, tell them what you like or don't like about what they're doing. They'd be glad to hear from you, I'm sure. Speaking of glad to hear from people, I'm glad to hear from you, John Bon Jovial, because you're always there for me. You make me sound like I know what the heck I'm doing, and you always make sure everything gets handled. It's over to you. I think it's about time for you to take us home, John Bon Jovial. In a legendary fashion, that is for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to us today. We do appreciate you stopping by and giving us uh, the honor of some of your time. The David Bowers Awards comes to you from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and along the banks of the majestic Colorado River in Bullhead City, Arizona. We are available for free download worldwide on Blog Talk Radio, also iTunes, 365, Internet Radio, and Spreaker. And be sure to click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page. And also, as far as that kind of thing is concerned, we want you to like The David Bowers on Facebook and follow us, of course, on Twitter as well. Be sure to join us for next week's The David Bowers Awards where we're going to be talking to some more indie artists and perhaps maybe have another rock uh, Rockstar 101 uh, in the very near future. And you can catch it uh, Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ FM 106.3 in beautiful Rochester, New York. And that, of course, is Rochester Free Radio. <laughs> Uh, Nothing funny about Rochester Free Radio. There's some good people. And, of course, you can uh, catch us on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. Greenwich time. For more great indie music and talk with the artists who make it happen. Until next week, for me, David Bowers. Nick the Geek, Hop Along, Sarcassity, and all the other morons that uh, called this place home. I am John Bon Jovial saying a little bit of trivia. The very first use of commercial feedback and fuzz was done in 1965 by a little-known band called The Beatles on a song called I Feel Fine seer. There's money that you cannot take to the bank because it just ain't going to happen for you. So we'll see you next week on the David Bowers Awards. Again, John Bon Jovial for the David Bowers and it's been great having you with us. Please stop by and see us again next week. Thanks a lot.